Good morning, Citygate Church, and good morning to you guys. Morning, Andy. Right? Yeah, I'm all right. Thank you. You all right? Yeah. Very good. Very well. Good. Very good. Good. Thanks for joining me. I feel like the uh, the rose between a hollow of thorns. So it's great. I feel like I'm in, in the in the company of royalty here. Um, and the reason you guys are here is because this morning is going to look a bit different, isn't it? We're we're just into the new year now, and. Um, and it's this funny time of year between Christmas and just after New Year, people haven't quite gone back to work. Most people can be going back tomorrow. And uh, it's, it's time to do something a little bit different and, and see, see how that looks and feels. So this morning we're gonna, we're gonna have a bit of time of worship and then we're gonna spend a bit of time reflecting on the great year that was 2020. Wow. And <laughs> looking forward to 2021 and seeing all that that holds for us. So, um, so that's why you guys are here, as I'm hoping you know. <laughs> we know. I didn't get the memo. Actually. No. I was good, sure. but you did get the jumper memo. I did. Sure did. So yeah, we're going to do that, and and we're going to head into a time of worship now, um, and we're going to lift our eyes up to Jesus because that's what we're here for. That's what we're here to discuss. Why Jesus is the Lord of our church. And um, in Psalm 121, it says, I'll lift my eyes up to the hills. Is that where my help comes from? And the answer is no. We know that our help comes from God, the maker of heaven and earth. So it's in him that we put our trust and we're going to worship him now and lift our eyes to him and remember him. So, um, so join with us and let's worship together. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh, my soul, worship his holy name, sin like never before. Oh, my soul, I worship your holy name. The sun comes. It's a new day, It's time to sing your song again. Whatever may pass and whatever lies before, let me be singing when the evening comes. Keep on singing 
It's so, so good to worship the Lord. He is good. Our God is good. And His love endures forever. Amen. This morning, as we've gathered to worship and praise Him on this new year, I'd just like to encourage you to lift up your praise. Lift up everything you've got to Him. Because He is worthy. Maybe some of you this morning, you are buzzing. You're winning. You're in a place of joy and worship, a place of peace and thankfulness and gratefulness. You're celebrating, you're rejoicing, you're laughing. It's amazing. God is good and His love endures forever. And maybe, just maybe, you're hurting and you're broken. Maybe you're in a place of wilderness. Maybe you're grieving, you're mourning. 
But you know what? God is good, and He is done and endures forever. The good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ is that God, God came to us right where we were, right where you are. God came to you, raised you from the dead through His Spirit, and He transferred you to the kingdom of light of His Son Jesus Christ. If you're in Christ this morning, God came to you, God comes for you, and God lives in you. So why don't you lift up everything you have this morning, your hands, your heart. Would you sing with us? Would you proclaim His glories, His majesty? Because when we lift the name of Jesus high, His kingdom is established. When we lift the name of Jesus on high, lives are turned around hearts are changed and the enemies flee. Would you this morning sing with us and worship with us? Let's sing be highly filled. Jesus be lifted high. Jesus be lifted high. Jesus be lifted high. It's you we glorify. It's you we're lifting high, your name be glorified. Let's sing that again. Jesus be lifted up, Jesus be lifted up, Jesus be lifted up. It's him we glorify. It's you we glorify. It's you we're lifting high, your name be glorified, hallelujah, 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 you Be 
Oh 
God, we thank you that you are our hope. We thank you that you are our anchor who holds us in every storm. And Lord God, we thank you that you are solid and you are dependable and you are ever faithful. Amen. Thank you, worship team, for serving us. And um, it's great to have you with us from your place this morning. And um, if this is your first time with us or if you've been journeying with us for a little while, then we'd, we'd love to get to know you. We're not physically together in our building at the moment but that doesn't mean that we can't connect with you. So if that's you, then in the, in the chat at the moment, there should be a link which has popped up, or you can head to our website, www.citygate.church, and you'll find information there about how you can connect with us and how we can, um, how we can connect with you and, and plug you into various aspects of, of our church life and find out where you're at at the moment. Next week... 
is going to be our Vision Sunday. Russ is going to be speaking to us all about the vision that's coming out um, for us as a church through 2021. We are hoping that we will be back on site. I'll let you into a little secret right now. As I'm recording this, this is actually a pre-record. We're not live. Um, so what I can say is I hope that we're on site next week. And with the best of intentions, bookings will go live after this meeting. However, if Boris has decided that we need to go back into lockdown, then if you look in the chat below, if next week isn't cancelled on site, somebody will be putting in the chat that we are not meeting back on site next week. But hopefully we are. And if you want to book in, you need to know that for the morning meeting, um, the priority booking will be back for families because there will be some restricted children's work taking place again. So um, up until Wednesday, it will be for those who are booking children in, and then from Wednesday, anybody can book in. However, we've also got our evening meeting coming back. So can I encourage you to get online after this and book into the evening meeting, or if you've got children, book into the morning meeting, because we'd love to see you there. Right now, I'm going to hand over to George, and she's going to give us an update, because over the Christmas season, we were encouraging people to bless their neighbours and bless the people who live around them. And she's got a great update about what people have been up to. Hi, CityGate. I just wanted to give you a final update about our Bless Your Neighbour initiative that we have been running over the Christmas season. Thank you so much to everyone who has got in touch with me. And I've been so encouraged by the stories that you've been sending in. Gosh, people have been baking and buying chocolate treats for their neighbours. Um, we've had some of our church family delivering dozens and dozens of cards to their neighbours in their blocks of flats. And recently I heard a story of one of our church members even giving up her driveway for free to allow a neighbour to park there because they were struggling to park on their road. This is just a taster of what it's like to bless those around us. So I just want to encourage us as we go into the new year to keep blessing those around us, loving people, showing them what Jesus is like, and let's see what God wants to do in the future. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you so much, George, for filling us in on how people have been, uh, have been blessing their neighbours around them. It's so good to hear. I want to encourage those of you who've been giving. We want to say thank you so much. It's so encouraging to see how people continue on that journey of giving. And uh, if that's you and you want to continue giving, or in fact you're just starting on that journey and to understand something of what that means, then can I encourage you to follow the instructions on screen and follow the link in the chat, and there you'll find details of how you can give into the work of CityGate Church. So guys... Um we're here together and I'm here with, with you three as the elders of Citygate Church. And um, just before we go any further, I wanted to take a moment as, as a member of this congregation and a member of this family to thank each, each of you for all that you've done to lead us through this last year. Because let's be honest, 2020 was quite a year and... Um, and yeah, and, and as a church, it's, it's been quite phenomenal as, as a church to see how you guys have, have made decisions, how you've helped lead us, how you've, um, yeah, how you've helped encourage us, pick people up in down times, and, and keep us moving forward on the mission of Jesus. And that's, 
that's what you guys are to do as elders, and, and I'm so thankful for you, and I'm sure I reflect the, the heart of so many of our congregation by saying thank you so much um, for fathering us in that way and leading us so well. So thank you. And, um, and we're going to spend a bit of time thinking back through 2020. I'd love to hear from each of you in a moment, but, but we meet together and, and have staff prayer regularly. And, and the highlight for me recently has been you, Tim, when you, when you shared with us a little bit about why it is important to look back at things mm. and why, why that's a godly thing to do and it's good and it's biblical. So can you, can you share a little bit about that and just refresh us? Yeah, absolutely. So, so here's a pine cone. I used to keep a pine cone on my shelf in my study for years and years and years. And what it was was it was a, it was a very simple reminder of a really tough time that I went through many years ago. And as I was taking a walk one day with a friend who was helping me, I, I, I saw this pine cone, one of many, sitting on the ground. And it just was a real help to me. You, you know how sometimes you know, things, small things can be a real big help. And it was a real help to me in that I thought, if God is, if God is able to create all sorts of stuff and, uh, and look after things and make even a pine cone so well, he is fully able to look after me. And so it sort of sat on my shelf as a reminder of the past to help me look forward and trust him for the future. And stuff in the Bible, you know, does, you know, gets a you know, similar job to that, really. So you get, you, you get the account in, in Genesis chapter 9 with the rainbow. God says, I'll put the rainbow up, and every time it's there, it will be a reminder of my covenant with you. And, uh, and then you get some stone incidents. You get, uh, you know, uh, so Joshua takes people across the river. It's a remarkable, miraculous uh, crossing. And he says, get some stones from the middle of the river and put them down on the other side where we're going to camp for the night. And so that pile of stones ends up being, you know, a reminder of what God has done for all the years to come. And then you get another example uh, where Samuel does a similar thing. It's a miraculous uh, defeat of God's enemies, and, uh, and so he's, you know, so Samuel gets hold of stones, and again, he makes a pile of stones, and those, that pile of stones ends up being a memorial for years to come of, yeah. you know, look what God did, and he calls it an Ebenezer, mm. you, know, you know, which means stone of help. So he sets this up, and anyone who's going to pass by in years to come will look at that and remember, look what God did, and it will encourage them for God's faithfulness in the future. And it, I just think that's such a helpful thing. You don't look back just to be historical and so on. You look back at times when you think, oh, God really was a massive help and he's been faithful. And it gives you confidence to look forward. It's like past grace and past faithfulness becomes a massive encouragement for future grace and future encouragement. And so I'd encourage us all to remember times when we really know God's help and his faithfulness and it might be a stone, it might be a pine cone, or it might just be, I just know God really helped me in this particular time. And use that, remember that, as God's past faithfulness gives me confidence for his future grace and faithfulness. That's so good. That's so helpful. Yeah. I, uh, I now know where your pine cone is on your bookshelf. There you go. And we're in all those lovely Zoom meetings, <laughs> and I'm wondering, is Tim just untidy? <laughs> no, there's reason behind it. You're raising your Ebenezer. I love that. And... Um, yeah, I think it would be great to hear from hear from each of you about about this last year and some reflections on this last year. It's had high points, it's had low points. Gosh, I mean, 
mm. started the year um, meeting in real life, in real person, and being able to give each other high fives and, and everything else. And now look at us sat apart. Um, so it's been it's been quite a turbulent year for, for so many people in so many different ways. Mm. And um, I'd love I'd love us to just spend a bit of time reflecting back on 2020 and um, and hearing how God's been faithful because He doesn't change. He's He's consistently faithful through all things. Mm. So it'd be really good. Yeah. To, to hear from you. So, so Russ, why don't you, you're sat next to me, why don't you kick us off and, and share something of, of 2020 for us? Well, it's, I mean, where to start? There's just so much you could say, isn't there? Uh, I could talk for hours on uh, on 2020. Yeah, please don't talk for hours. No, no, <laughs> but that's, that's not in the, in the schedule. So I think, I think um, for me, there was that, that moment, wasn't there, where the government said we were not allowed to meet. And uh, we just we just went online. I mean, if ever there was a stone that we put on the ground, it was the day that Cedar Church went online. I mean, every other church followed suit mm-hmm. as well. Um, but it was so alien to us, largely, was that I mean, being in front of cameras, we just never we never done that. And now look at us, we're completely natural. <laughs> Obviously, uh, still don't know what we're doing. Uh, still learning. Um, to, to work this out, but, but you know what, God was faithful, and at that moment, I don't know about you guys, but I had just such a sense of adrenaline mm-hmm. about what was God doing, what was, what was this going to mean for the church, just like pushing us out, mm-hmm. uh, having a reach that we would not, you know, not everyone otherwise have, have had before, so that whole going online thing was, was incredible. Um, but tricky, as you know, I mean, yeah. there's so many outtakes. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of what we can do, and uh, yeah, I remember the epic, the epic fail week. That was the loaf of bread where I was just literally just left holding the bread, <laughs> and everything had just seized. Uh, oh, excellent! Crazy days. How do you excellent. how do you feel personally? You know, at the end of this year as well. I think, yeah, like many, I think it's taken its toll, hasn't it? I, I certainly know that on my my own life, looking back. Um, but as I said, there was such a sense of, of adrenaline that in that first phase of um, really something new, something exciting, something to lead the team into. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we've spent a lot of hours on Zoom, haven't we? Just ma- making so many decisions. How long were some of those initial meetings? Oh, I don't even <laughs> want to tell. I don't even remember them. Um, but, but again, a new tool for us learning to, to work in team on, online. And one thing I've got to say is I'm so grateful for, for these other men, uh, my other elders, this team, um, in terms of all that we've been through this year. It's it just been incredible. I couldn't have done it without these guys. And, and then the staff, we couldn't do it. This is us, we're a team. Uh, and the church actually just rises uh, to things like this. And it's been amazing to see them. Um, working it out. I've got to be honest, um, probably about six weeks ago, I really knew fatigue and uh, this sense of being under pressure, I suppose, and took so many different situations and making decisions mm-hmm. constantly. How's the church doing? Where is everyone? Not being able to see tangible yeah. kind of fruit uh, as I would like it. Um, and uh, personally, felt very tired. 
Um, and uh, there was a moment I looked at Catherine. Catherine's been working NHS. Um, she's been having weekly swabs. And as we're getting to the end of the year, I'm thinking, I just need a rest. I really need a good rest. And uh, all my children were doing exams at that point. And Catherine was getting tested every week. I was on the edge. <laughs> and uh, we just had known the faithfulness of God. Um, Catherine's been avoiding the COVID wards, which is unusual. We just believe it's been God helping us through. And so, again, just looking back, knowing God's faithfulness, sustaining mm -hmm. us as a family, and, uh, and, and this team helping one another has been such a wonderful thing. Mm. How about you, Sean? Well, um, I've definitely appreciated Rachel over this time. <laughs> she's uh, she's taken ninety-five percent of the brunt of homeschooling during our lockdown one point Slightly uh, amazes me that you wouldn't do that. Oh, Other than me, because we just work, we just have to work to our strengths. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also moved twice during COVID, which was which was quite difficult. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, honestly, probably one of the lower points, but actually turned out it's going okay at the moment is um, one of my members, JJ, who's a good friend of mine and mm -hmm. us, um, actually my age, I was diagnosed with lymphoma. Um, and honest, honestly, at, at, at the lowest point, I really didn't know if he was going to stay with us. Mm -hmm. you know? um, but the church prayed, you know, like our worship team message group is just going crazy. Um, all the messages of people praying and uh, he's not out of words but my goodness like God's miraculous hand has been on that, that man um, the doctors are just surprised at where he's at um, at the moment so you know and that for me like this year that will be an Ebenezer mm -hmm. that, oh, that God is acting there mm -hmm. he's faithful um, and he is with us mm -hmm. and you know JJ and Juliana have, have known closest of God mm -hmm. this season more than any other season. Mm -hmm. That's what they were testifying. So just the, again, yeah, that's just something mm -hmm. awesome, isn't it? Um, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that is kind of low, but also just seeing God in it. I think church-wise, I've just been astounded by either individual stories of, of people stepping out of faith or just ministries being birthed. Yeah. Um, and you just think of the community hub. Yeah. You know, like, I think it was only like two or three weeks in. Uh, and then all of a sudden we had this incredible kind of food bank distribution center that I yeah, can see here. Um, just being set up and, and serving our community. I think we've, we've fed around 2,200 people with food parcels, people that really need it. That's incredible, isn't it? 2,200 people, they are real lives in, in crisis on the brink. And they are real lives that have been touched by the impact impact of that work yeah that's yeah, incredible and just the volunteer team yeah. unbelievable you know we're now serving uh six days a week um through this thing and i think it's something for the future which i'm sure we'll talk about later but so that was a big one for me um yeah that's been incredible Ed, ed's done so well mm -hmm. yeah. Whole thing, building yeah. the team. Yeah. and just being able to serve our community in that way in this season has been incredible mm. What's it been like, Sean, for the worship team over this season? Like, you, you, you've led those guys so well. Well, it's, it's an amazing team. Um, you know, they're awesome anyway, but I think the season has just 
they just serve the socks off, but not just serving, but being really flexible and versatile mm -hmm. and really creative and having to be innovative and do things we would never thought we would have to do. Singing down a camera honestly, yeah. on your own is, is not a pleasant <laughs> thing. Uh, trying to capture this kind of moment uh, that people are yeah. trying to serve and you can't oh, see it, it was, really was hard, uh, especially in those, those initial uh, months. But really the production team and you know, Mike is behind one of these cameras, he, he has been an absolute yeah. legend. Yeah. Uh, a servant-hearted, diligent, faithful man, um, and he's really coming to his own. And just just finishing this year now with this incredible production team who who put on the, the carol service that we all appreciated. Um, yeah, it was amazing. A couple of Sundays ago, honestly, like that is the fruition of, of just people coming out of the woodwork like these incredible skills of use, which no one would have even appreciated no. before. We knew they had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. so, all that we needed. Like you said, perhaps everyone, it, it's forced everyone to think differently and, and it's brought out kids that we just didn't know were there. It's absolutely incredible. Absolutely. Yeah, I think the production team's one of our biggest teams in the church mm -hmm. right yeah. now, isn't it? Because that's where the resource is necessary for us yeah, to yeah. continue to be on there. Yeah. Another, another one, just I have to say it, but our, our students, I, I just feel like in a year like this, you know, one of those things you would think, oh, maybe we just won't even have any this year, but actually the, the church has really, you know, uh, helped and I think Gordon Kate have been amazing in this mm -hmm. and the whole team, just creating an environment where people can even obviously feel welcome, but actually to, to grow as a disciple, you know, for the glory of God and go deeper with mm -hmm. him and just hearing some awesome faith stories in that group has been an amazing encouragement mm -hmm. as well. Very good. Yeah, I'm excited about what's happening there. Yeah, something's happening. Certainly is. Sure. Yeah. Certainly is. Tim, how about you? Yeah. 2020. Yeah, 2020. Um, I think. Well, I so I found the initial part of lockdown really weird and confusing. I remember suddenly we're working at home. <laughs> I felt a little bit, a little bit lost. I didn't quite know what I was meant to be doing, or so on. That lasted for a couple of weeks distinctly. Uh, and now I just kind of got used to it again, I suppose, working at home uh, and, uh, and adapting to, it's like doing the same things, but doing them in a new way. Yeah. So have things changed massively this year? In one sense, not a lot, but in another way, massively doing the same things really, but in a different kind of way. And um, I mean, on the other side of that, I remember springtime being lovely. So my son from London came down and stayed with us because it was locked down for a couple of months. Uh, we were all in the house. I remember sitting out in the garden a lot more. The weather was great. I don't know if you remember that, but spring was really nice. Uh, and, and just, and there was something about it that was really relaxed. Now that might have been everyone's experience, but it was mine to some extent. Uh, Jackie was off school furlough for six months, which was really nice. Um, and so, so some of it was absolutely fine, and then other bits of it were weird. And I think as time's gone by, just staring at a screen so much, I'm just, it's just dull. I'm fed up with it. It's it just, you know, so interacting with human beings like this, yes. this is a real novelty. Yeah. Um, we don't really get to do this. I get to see you, but only on a flat screen. 
and you're much better in real life. So, uh, so that's the best. Think... Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> At least we can turn ourselves off on a screen. Well, I can YouTube. So, so I think you know, speaking to a camera. I mean, you talk about singing to a camera. That must be odd. Speaking to a camera is. It's just not what we're used to doing. It's not no, no, no. how church kind of works. Church is an inter it's interactive, isn't it? Being a Christian is relating with people on the journey. So yeah. it has been a real challenge. But I would say, I mean, my sons have done well. Um, I would say I've come out of it in reasonable shape. Uh, looking forward to a break. But yeah, come out of it in good shape. I think the same things in a different way just got a bit dull. Yeah. Need some people. Training as well, and training. training initially to get used yeah, to. True. And I know, I know, I've chatted with you on a number of occasions, and, uh, and one of the things you've kind of buzzed with this year, and, and mentioned a few times, is the amazing way the church has has kind of um, looked out for each other. Mm. And is that something that's that you'd reflect back yeah. on as, as a high point? Yeah, I think it's been, I think it's been remarkable. I think although people haven't seen each other in the same way. A, a very high degree of connection has been retained. Mm. So, and that that just reminds you that this church doesn't work because we do what we do. The yeah. church works and functions essentially because you know the church, but you know the people do what they yeah. do. And so, you think of lots of life group leaders who've kept connected with mm. people in their group. You think of others staff who are not you know sitting here with us who've been remarkable this year yeah you think of you know some of the staff that i manage you know bernie keeping going with uh you know with life group leaders and helping them to keep going rach keeping in touch with people not being able to see them the same people like um you know andy and george doing youth and wrestling with that online and struggling to connect with people it's been tough and then hannah who's become a bit of a youtube kids work personality um, and uh, it's probably the most famous person in our church now uh, because of that we're slightly worried the BBC might be after her um, but I mean just things like that have been remarkable so I think I think connections have stayed high and much of what we've been doing has carried on being done a bit like I said earlier the same stuff but in a different form and I think that's hugely commendable to all of our staff who have risen to the challenge of adapting yeah, yeah. to this new way. It hadn't given up and thrown their hands up and said, I can't do anything. Yeah. They've really knuckled down and got on with it. You think of Nat doing all the stuff with her, with the online communications and so on. I mean, she's worked incredible. way too hard, but incredible. just remarkable adaptation. People like Sue at the mm. community hub, and just everyone, I probably haven't mentioned someone, but everybody has really done a remarkable Job and for which we thank them and thank God. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's absolutely true, isn't it? And one of the things that we've done this year, of course, is gone from one meeting pre COVID yes. to, well, for one week only, yes, we once. had <laughs> three, <laughs> three meetings. Yes. And to do and doing, yes. one of those was Southbourne and working out some of uh, what that means. <clears throat> Tell us a bit more yeah. about that. I mean, that that's the incredible. So our connection at Southbourne, you know, came up through a relationship through someone in the church that developed a bit. This small congregation in Southbourne who were looking for leadership and needed some help, and uh, you know, in the end, have looked to us to to adopt them as a site of Citygate. And um, it's it's been it was going well until March, the whatever the date was, twenty second, um, <laughs> the twenty second of March. It was going well, 
slowly <laughs> developing this trust and friendship, and then they got knocked on the head, essentially, and then they reopened in August when churches were allowed to gather again. Um, and it's, it's just been a bit of a jump from then, rather than a gradual change, which has caused a little bit of challenge, but we've been thoroughly involved there, and I think it's exciting. I mean, I'm trusting that that is going to come right through as a city gate site, and um, we're just pleased to help, pleased to be part of the answer to seeing lives transformed every day across the bay in that part of the bay. Yeah. So it's exciting journey. We've still got lots to do, lots of answers to yeah. find, um, but definitely it feels like God is owning what's happening there. That's great. That's fantastic. Mm. So I think we could go on for a long time. <laughs> there's been it's been a heck of a year, and there's plenty to reflect back on. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna move us on, and and I think another highlight for me in terms of staff prayer, I, I just our staff team are incredible, aren't they? They really are, and I feel like whilst we've been apart geographically, in some senses, I feel like we've knitted closer together um, during this time, and I feel like there's such a great sense of cohesion um, amongst the team at the moment. And um, and a few weeks back, we were we were online together, and um, and we spent a session trying to trying to reflect back and do this, didn't we? Looking back and looking forwards, yeah. and and trying to lift ourselves up. If we were to take a bird's eye view of our city gate or a god's eye view, what would God be saying to the church? Mm-hmm. And um, and I think it'd be a really great moment for us to just just reflect back on on the letters which have been amalgamated into one and, and hear that letter again um, as we've as we've been chatting about what's been and as we as we get ready to talk about what's gonna be in twenty twenty one. Let's just take a moment to, to hear the letter to God, sorry, to Citygate from God. Dear Citygate What can I say about this church, this group of people who are pursuing me with their whole hearts? I'm so proud to be called your dad because it means I get to call you my children. Your achievements are one thing, but that can wait. First know this, that I cherish the relationship we have. I see every single one of you fully and how much deeper you've individually pressed into me. This year you've faced individual battles, but kept your eyes focused on me. This season has been tough, really tough, but I am so encouraged by the levels of love you continue to have for one another and those around you. I love your passion to serve and give of yourself to me and the vision I have set before you. You hold my word and spirit together when it would be easy to compromise. I love to hear your worship and the way you encourage others in their gifts. This has resulted in the diversity you see in your church. Each nationality, age and person at different stages of their journey with me. And you are intentional about including everyone caring about them and discipling them. Each part of the body is valued. My son told you that the poor would always be with you and I love how you are supporting them. 
You are caring for my people and those who don't know me yet. You have made your building a deep, a deacon, sorry. <laughs> I said a deacon instead of beacon. Do I start again? Okay. My son told you that the poor would always be with you. And I love how you are supporting them. You are caring for my people and those who don't know me yet. You have made your building a beacon for people who need help. Keep pushing for more and giving of what you have demonstrated of my heart as a generous father. You have not relented in equipping the next generation through kids' work, youth and students. Starting from a young age, you're teaching them about me. They will be the legacy you leave. Your work is growing the leaders for the generation yet to come and the seeds you're planting in them, you may never see come to fruition as they move away. But I will continue to grow what you plant in them as you press forward into all my plans for you. Remember that I am always with you and powerfully at work in you. You will always be mine because of my son's sacrifice. It is this truth that I am calling you to continually spread, but it is also the fuel that will energize you along the way. Never forget that my spirit will always provide everything you need to not compromise, but continue to hold the spirit and truth together as you go. The closure of your physical meetings has opened a spiritual rebuilding. You have learned so many lessons during this time and as things become the new normal, don't let the new normal become a routine. Keep listening and responding to where I would take you. By drawing on me, I am laying the foundation for the rebuilding of how you do church and what you hang everything on. I'm drawing people closer to me, despite the chaos around you all. Don't despise the mess. It's going to be tough and require sacrifice and cost, but character will come from endurance, both for the church as a whole and the individuals that make up the body. Lastly, be continually filled with my spirit so that you may overflow and I will give you the desires of your hearts and courage to take more risks. Be brave and do not fear for I have greater things for Citygate. Test me in this and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be room enough to store it. All my love, God. That was an incredibly um, powerful letter and an incredibly powerful time we spent together in, in staff prayer, writing those and then, and then praying mm. and thinking about, yeah, thinking about how pleased God is with us as a church. His joy over the fact that CTK is still going strong, we're still pushing forwards. Mm. Um, but also within those, there's, you know, there's lessons learned from last year, which we're looking forward to kind of heeding, heeding 
advice and warnings and mm -hmm. and good lessons learned from last year and yeah. think about the way we do things. Mm -hmm. And and next week, Russ, you're gonna be you're gonna be sharing the vision message for us, which which you do every year. You cast a vision, you help you help lead us as a church. Can you can you explain to us why is it important a church has a vision? Why do we look forward? What's the point of looking forward? Yeah, it's a good question, Andy. I think um, it, it's helpful for for us to have something to to, to go for. Um, in the Bible, Proverbs twenty nine, it says, um, "Those without uh, vision will effectively perish." And uh, I think that's something of the prophetic vision of, of the Bible and having, having God amongst you. But of course, we've got the Bible's vision and Jesus' command for us anyway, and we're just getting on the back of that as, as our vision. But in terms of Seagate, and we've already mentioned it uh, this morning, uh, seeing lives transformed every day across the bay, that's, that's who we want to be. That's how we want to work out what God has given us to do here here in Citygate, in this location. And uh, I guess it's important because uh, people are looking for a purpose and something compelling to give their lives to. And uh, I guess we're giving our lives to this, aren't we, as a team? And uh, it's wonderful to see the church coming along on this journey and getting behind that vision. And that's why you have that, so people can see a, a compelling picture of a preferred mm. Uh, future. I mean, what would it be like that we were daily seeing lives transformed because of the work that we do uh, here um, as part of the church and the church becoming the hope of the world? So this year, I'm looking forward to uh, speaking from um, what we're going for this year in terms of restoring the broken, uh, which is really apt uh, for the season that we're in. Uh, Isaiah 61 is going to be our kind of theme, uh, scripture, uh, good news to the poor, and in many ways reduces uh, mandate and vision um, to, to proclaim freedom for the captives. He was anointed with the Holy Spirit to preach the good news to the poor, and that's what we want to do um, this year. See the captives set free, mm -hmm. uh, see those that were mourning turn into dancing. Mm -hmm. um, it's, a, it's a great thing to go for. So I'm excited about that. Having Having wanted to be a blessing last year, that was the kind of thing that we were going for. It's great to be able to pin something yeah. on that. And we want to continue that in terms of being a blessing to those around us um, and restoring the broken. Um, and, and essentially, we'll do that by making disciples again, going further mm -hmm. in our journey of what it means to be a disciple yeah. and, uh, and helping one another to grow further into God. Mm -hmm. Should be a great year. It sounds yeah. like it. it. Sounds like it. And that's that's a big that's a big over overarching casting <laughs> vision and what's what's on your heart and and as a team, what what else are you guys bubbling with? What, what's on your heart as we drill down into the nitty gritty of this upcoming year? What is it you think? I am excited about that, and I cannot wait to see God move on that. Sean, what are you excited about? Well, I'm, I'm excited about reaching the Gen Z generation. Um, yes. So yeah, I don't know any massively excited about that, whether it's students or youth or... Is, I think, quite, is it quite a generation anymore? <laughs> Gen Z, I am, where do I fall? I think <laughs> I'm like one of the very last millennials. Which means I'm at. Sorry mate, sorry mate. We're, we're definitely oh, we're I'm <laughs> But I mean, I think, you know, seeing how an evening meeting might look, 
mm-hmm. going forward as well, and how that shapes the forms over time. I'm really excited about like just seeing new leaders raised and volunteers raised and serving in that environment and, and just reaching that generation. Um, so I think that's that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big one for me. Um, I think also just I'm quite excited about some of the online stuff, having invested in, in some staff and the team, etc. Mm-hmm. You know. I, there's no way that online is going to displace the physical meeting. I think we've really appreciated well, yeah. over this time, like how human connection is just absolutely vital. Mm-hmm. But just the sense of how people might become more aware of the church, mm-hmm. so that they could potentially connect with the church going forward. So I think that's another thing I'm excited about. And then social action, like how we serve our community for social action. I think the community hub and how that grows and develops bringing relief to people at the source of their need yeah. and then seeing them restored with dignity, pointing them to Jesus. Uh, and then even long term, how we can even bring reform, bring justice to people. Yes. Um, so that's, yeah, that's massively on my yeah, mind. That's brilliant. They are some incredibly exciting things. They're really exciting, especially, well, of course sometimes. I was going to say, especially that younger generation. But no, each of those things, there's there's already some incredible stuff that's going on, isn't there? You know, our our, yeah. our media, uh, social media presence, and what's been online this year has been incredible. And the thought of that growing and continuing to grow, and the work in the community hub with with Ed and Sue and all the, all of our volunteers, it's quite amazing. Yeah. And the, the thought of the relief that can bring to the town is is brilliant. Tim, what's what's on your heart? Well, I, I mean, we've mentioned it already, but I think uh, what's happening with our sites yeah. uh, is going to be exciting this year. Southbourne formally kicking off, um, and I just wonder where's next. Mm. You know, we, we haven't been down this road before, so we're trying to learn as we go uh, how to do this. And I think that is the next question, really. Um, once you know, we feel like we've established this site and another site, I think the question genuinely is, where, well, where have you got next for us? That's exciting. Um, which I think is exciting, not to you know try and grab another one. That's not the point at all. But just yeah. to see, God, what might you do through us? Yeah. Um, Should we ask people to give recommendations in the chat? <laughs> yeah. I nearly <laughs> thought about that. <laughs> You're hearing from God right now. <laughs> Put it in the chat. <laughs> so that's really great. I think. I think another thing I'm, I'm I'm eager to see happen is our what will be called our DNA groups. So folks, listen out for that. Um, so just helping us to go deeper and go further, you know, to be growing more actively and intentionally in our following Jesus and uh, making disciples. So that too. Um, and I just think, I just think, I wonder what our staff team will have achieved by this time next year. Uh, you just think, if, if you look back to this time last year, you would, you'd just be amazed to think what they've done. Um, and I just wonder, so I wonder how they're going to grow. I think I mean, it's, it's exciting to see the potential in them and what might happen with and through them in this coming year. Yeah, that's really good. Well, one of the things we're all looking forward to, I guess, is, is just to get back with yeah, the church community. Oh. And to, uh, I mean, I, when, when we were on site and we weren't allowed to worship and we were gagged effectively, I mean, Sean, I don't know, Sean was like, he must have been exploding inside. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But it'd be all so over my mouth, just biting my tongue. <laughs> isn't, isn't, that, isn't that where you learn to stand? So it'd be so good, wouldn't it, to be back with, so with the church and uh, to have you with us and us with you 
and to be able to hear the Spirit together, yeah. to be able to worship corporately together, yeah. and uh, and see what God wants to do with us in that in that setting. I can't wait for that Absolutely. moment. That fills me with more excitement than anything else. The thought of, of worshiping together and seeing our body being back together mm-hmm. and being able to contribute and then go back out and continue the good works that have been started across yeah. this bay yeah. Yeah. Um, during during the last year. I mean, yeah, it's quite phenomenal. Thank you guys so much for sharing what's on your heart and, and being here and, and allowing us to have a glimpse into into how you guys get on together and um, and, and all that you tick with. And well, we've got all our tips aside for this. So I'll um, yeah, I'll pray as we close, and then um, and then it'd be great for us to spend a bit of time. We're going to go back into a time of worship, and we're going to just spend a bit of time reflecting um, on, on God and thinking about all that he's calling us to over this next year. So let me pray. Lord God, I thank you. I thank you. Thank you that you are ever with us. Mm-hmm. I thank you that your Holy Spirit is ever present and is helping move us forward. Lord God, I thank you that the message of Jesus Christ is the good news. It's the good <coughs> news of hope that we have to bring to this bay all the time, no matter where we are, whether we're gathered, whether we're apart in homes, whether we're in different sites and different meetings. Lord God, I thank you that your mission hasn't stopped, Lord God, and we are excited about the year to come. Lord, would you refresh those who are tired? And Lord God, would you continue to spur us on with vision for the future? And would 2021 be an exciting year where we see you move across this bay. That's right. Lord God, we love you and we want to raise your name high above this town. Yes. Have your way with us. Amen. Amen. Let's go back for a time of worship. Good. Place. 
pleasure safely to arrive at home Jesus saw me when a stranger wandering from the fall of God he to rescue me from danger interposes this morning has been an encouragement to you. I hope it's been helpful to hear some of our reflections on the year that's been, as well as looking forward to this year that we've just embarked on. Can I encourage you, why don't you take some time with, with friends, with family or on your own to reflect back, have a think back, think about the highs and lows from 2020, but also let's look forward to what's to come in 2021. Because 
do you know what? There's all sorts of uncertainty at the moment. We know things with COVID continue to fluctuate, but we have an ever-faithful, ever-solid foundation of a God. And he is dependable. So let's depend on him and let's look to him for this year going forwards. We know that uh, we are intending to meet on the 10th, as I said earlier, the 10th of January, but equally we know that things are continuing to go up and down with COVID. So please, again, just to reiterate, have a look in the chat to see if we will be able to meet on site or not, and equally there'll be details in this week's bulletin. Otherwise, I hope it's been encouraging this morning to, uh, to hear all of this stuff, to hear what's on the hearts of our amazing leaders, and let's continue to press forward into 21. We're really praying for you guys. We pray that we have a great year ahead, that God would continue to meet with us and that we would continue to follow him in all that we do. We pray that you have a happy new year.